This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. RCF, RCF, RCF. Stop that right uh, now. <laughs> RCF, boys and girls. We're all a little late. What's up, Matt and Dave? It is Roll Call. Friday. Damn right it is. Bostonian versus the book. How are you? YouTube and Twitter live stream, Sports Grid Replay TV. Hello, audio. Thank you for listening. Hit subscribe wherever you get your audio podcasts so you guys can make sure every time because the podcast drops sometimes between one and two Pacific time, four and five Eastern time, depending on how long we go, what we're doing, what's going on. So if you're subscribed, it drops on your phone, and then boom, you always have the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt, big weekend of football to talk about. We have a doctor coming on for the first time, so it's not oh, me saying it, Dave. It's an actual doctor saying it this time as to what happened last night, which has the sports world in a complete and total pretzel at the oh, moment. Gosh. A lot of people on Twitter want to be doctors. A lot of people online want to be doctors. I'm not. Oh, you play one on TV right here. I do sometimes when I need to, but boy, let's just talk about the the human side of what happened last night before we get to the sports side and the gambling side of what happened last night. That sucked with what happened to Tua in that game last night. Um, I was actually sick to my stomach. I, I told you later last night when we were talking, I had three concussions. I knew he had a concussion on Sunday. As soon as I saw it, I couldn't believe he was coming back in that game. There was no way he should have been on that field on Sunday. Nope. Then he comes back and he survives. They win the game. Yep. Okay. There's no way he's playing Thursday. They're going to have time to check it now. He's going to be able to you know, answer the questions real quick in the locker room and go back out there. Okay, now we got time. The grownups will come, you know, and ask them the right questions. They'll do the checks. They're 3-0. and It's a good time to sit them. They don't sit them. And then that happens. I, I literally was sick to my stomach. I was I, – I had – Let's baseline I, it for a second, though, okay? Oh. In your opinion, yeah. did he or did he not have a cut concussion against Buffalo? We're not doctors. We didn't – analyze him we didn't evaluate him no but in your opinion do you believe he suffered a concussion in the game against buffalo you see him walking yes i mean he couldn't stand up that's exactly what happened to me i i'm always and again i'm speaking from experience i didn't go to med school um i could have um i just i don't like the blood and all that other stuff that i would have had to do to be a doctor but definitely not a doctor i'd say 100 percent. he had a concussion on sunday Based on my opinion and my experience. That's all. Do you? Yes. And what's pissing me off about this story is that there are so many people who are taking the word of the Dolphins. And they believe, hey, Farrah, I think your mic's open, bud, because I'm, I'm, I'm hearing someone tapping like crazy. So it might be your mic. 
Oh, it might have been me. I was writing something down. No, oh, it sounds like typing. Are you oh. typing? No, 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 no. I'm not typing anything. Okay. Um, that's all. The I don't I don't know. Like, this is a look at people's inside people's brains. Okay. So, like, if you are a we're talking about the brain, but if you're inclined to believe the company line, if you're inclined to say the Dolphins in the NFL did everything right, then you're saying he suffered a back injury. Where in my opinion, that is gaslighting us. Like that is not actually what happened. What is gaslighting? Essentially telling you something that your eyes tell you. I'm telling you this guy's green when you say this guy's blue. I don't like that gaslighting. It's green. It's green. Dave, it's green. And you're like, but I'm looking up. It's blue. No, Dave, it's green. That's gaslighting. Okay. Gaslighting stuff is bullshit too, but go ahead. But it's, you know, it's a term, right? I'm watching Dolphin fans. I'm watching people in the media. I'm watching people who want to say, well, you know, all these doctors who are on Twitter, they didn't evaluate Tua either. But there's really some, I don't want to call it simple, but there's telltale signs when someone is suffering a neurological injury. Like you said, his legs weren't working. He -mm. was having a tough time keeping his balance. Mm -hmm. He was all over the place and he wasn't grabbing at his back. If he has a back injury, the natural thing is like, oh my gosh, my back. I have a bad lower back, not a bad upper back, but I know what it's like when the back goes. You I mean you can't move? You're holding your back. You're, I mean, it's pain, pain that you're dealing with. He wasn't doing that. He wasn't grabbing onto his back. I'm telling you, I saw it, and I got that. It threw me back 25 years to when I got hit. I knew what it was when I saw it, and. Think back to when he first got hurt in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Go, I mean, it yeah. all starts with the first injury. All of this stuff. He hurt his knee and his lower back. Well, he fought hip, back. No, it was the hip. Right? I thought he broke his hip when he. It was. It was his. It was his lower body. It's right. Okay, it wasn't his right. hip. I think it was yeah. his hip. But he, his he knee hit the ground the and drove his leg back up into his hip. Right. That's what happened? Yeah. So now he's already recovered from that. Okay, so you always have to look first. Like I just know from coaching the kids, when someone had an arm problem, I was always conscious, no matter what they did, I knew about that first injury. So now you already have a basis of knowledge here as the coach Mm. and on the sideline. I got to look out for them for that. It may be something else. It may have been a shoulder, but then they twist their ankle and fall. And the first thing I go is, all right, how's your ankle? And then second, how's your shoulder mm-hmm. where the original injury was? So they sold this thing as a back injury. Couldn't stand up. The guys, the linemen had to grab him. You could see the linemen like say, hey, Tua, come here, T, T, T. Like grab him. And you see the video of Sunday against Buffalo. It makes yesterday that much worse to me because now I'm questioning everything. Right. And that's what we should we should be doing that, though, because to say that the NFL, an independent neurologist or he passed all the tests, Mike McDaniel was asked, you know, last night, is there any thought in your mind that Tua had a concussion? He's like, no, I'm like, dude, the head coach of the Dolphins. Well, he's company guy. He's just keeping it. He's trying to keep the ship. Yesterday was a bad day for them. So. Post game, what is he going to say? He's going to throw the owner under the bus? No, and he can't. They're all going to get sued. I mean, they all should be fired. 
I mean, all of them is malpractice. All of them is malpractice. They are all responsible for what they did to Tua by putting him back out there. And then he gets whipped to the ground. He slams his head on the ground. And it's funny. Somebody tweeted this out and I retweeted it. And I thought it was really interesting because he said, it's amazing how the MMA game has desensitized us to head trauma because we see guys get knocked out all the time in MMA and their hands do that thing. Their arms go stiff. Their legs go stiff. Their eyes roll in the back of their head. And we don't think anything of it. Tua gets, and, and I, was, I had to have a talk with myself about this. Like, why do I have a worse reaction to Tua's injury than I do to a fight? And my answer is this. A helmet is a weapon. And in MMA, it's a four-ounce glove. So while it still hits and hurts, it still feels like it's more dangerous with a 300-pound man wearing a helmet doing that to another human being than it does to a bare head with a four ounce glove. I could be way off on that, but that's just how yeah, I, I don't know. square the I, circle on it. I, I, it's all disturbing. <laughs> like it's not normal. It's not, it should, we shouldn't be desensitized to it. When it happens in a ring, it happens on a football field, it happens on an ice rink, happens at a baseball game when there's a collision or something. No matter where it happens, it happens on the street. I've seen mm. that. Just, that happened on the playground when I was young playing hockey. We were playing street hockey, and two dudes were running for a ball and hit. I was just telling a story to my buddy Reno, who was one of the kids last week. He's like, do you remember how hard our heads hit? And Stevie Schneider was the kid on the other team. His arms went stiff. Damn. Like We had to pick him up and take him home to his mom and say, they butted heads. I remember it. I was 13 when that happened. It's an uncomfortable thing. I mean, seeing Tua's fingers, that's the first reaction, right? Oh, my God, what are his fingers doing? And, you know, we'll have the doc on. He'll explain exactly what happened. Um, it is disturbing. But then you got to question the process. Like, everybody wants to fire people and this and that malpractice. The whole process sucks. How was he oh. able to even get dressed and be on the field? Then, then it happens. It happens in a game. They put him on a plane and flew home. When right. I had my first concussion, they made me wake up every hour and made me sit up sleeping wow. and said, don't move. I was in the dorm. My buddy Tim, who's in the chat, him and the guys around me stayed awake and kept waking me up. And I was like, guys, I'm fine. They're like Doc said, you got to wake up every hour. You can't move. I did that for 24 hours. I was a 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid at Penn State. They put him on a plane and flew him home, all the pressure and all that stuff. And it's just like it could have been catastrophic. That I want to ask Dr. Morse about that because I don't understand the idea he wasn't held over for observation. Right? Like, why wasn't he held in the hospital overnight? Why was he allowed to get on a plane to fly back? And you go, well, it's Cincinnati to Miami. It's a two and a half hour flight. Yeah, the two and a half hour flight in a pressurized metal tube at, you know. 50,000 feet. What are we doing? I don't that, that had to have a headache. I mean, it had to be oh. pressure and all that stuff. Like the concussion in each one is worse. So I think he had one Sunday. Yes. He definitely had something yesterday. Yes. It's four days later. I mean, yeah. And it's funny because Mike McDaniel is getting ripped by the medical community because he said after the game, 
Well, what we do know is that he's, he only suffered a concussion and that's a good thing. And the doctors are kind of like, what are you talking about? Only suffering a concussion. How is that only like it's a concussion? It's a serious thing. He suffered a serious head trauma. Like concussion's not like only a concussion. It's a big deal. It's a serious injury. Football coaches talking about concussions after right after them happening. It's probably not a good idea. Like it's, a, you know, I was glad when we were texting this morning, you said you went and got a doc. Cause I was like, Oh God, Peralt, Dr. Peralt's going to be talking about this today. And, you know, obviously we should talk about it, but I mean, it's uncomfortable just to talk about it because it's a serious medical condition and it's a serious yeah. injury that he suffered and he shouldn't play the rest of the year. He should be said out. that to you last night. I said, he should not be on a field again. No, not this year. I mean, Tua should be out. So if that's the case, and Tua is done done for the year. What do we think about Teddy Bridgewater going forward? Because he threw a game-ending pick last night. Uh, they got some work to do. We can we See, can put all the Miami plans to get to the Super Bowl on hold. Yeah, it's over. That's it. It's that's it. It's they're in trouble. Yeah, I mean Bridgewater's. A, I mean that's why they wouldn't got. A, it's a serviceable backup quarterback. He can play the position when you want to hold it down. But if Tua's out for the season, which I think he should be. You're not going anywhere with Teddy Bridgewater as your quarterback. That's just not going to happen. Well, I mean, they got him there. He's got to perform the job now. Now you just you get all the reps. You get, I mean, he might be an upgrade a little bit over Brian Hoyer, like not that big of a jump. Like he's the backup quarterback. He can play the position. Like we said about Hoyer yesterday, he can Bridgewater can play the position. Hmm. But that's about it. Yeah, I, I was thinking last night, and when I was and when I was on with Gabe and Cam, and it happened, and I was just like, man, I get that queasy feeling in my stomach because I was a lot of times in a risk room trying to figure out what to determine the line would be right then. Like, what do we do? Well, mm. we move Cincinnati. If it says it's minus six and a half, I'm making it minus eight and a half or nine and a half because you put yourself in the shoes of the players in Miami. Like, that's hard to overcome right away. And I was impressed with what they did in the second half for as long as they did it. And then it just, just don't cover because the end of the game happens the way it is. But I mean, they were leading 15 to 14 starting the fourth quarter. So they're still a good football team. I'm not ready to say that they're not going to make the playoffs, but I mean, this could go from three and one to five and five really quick. And then, you know, not making the playoffs. So it, it can go bad fast. That's a, it's a, it's a tough thing. I think the bigger question is, is will Tua play again this season? And if he does, why? That's a great question. Why? He should be out nine months. He should be out way far removed from this. Cause this could alter his life. Like he could have long standing problems neurologically, neurologically in his head, long standing problems because of this. I make light of it now and I don't know if it's true or not because I haven't had any doctor confirm it to me, but I'm very aware of my body now and what's going on after the stroke and all these things. And I say that I'm light sensitive. I say that I get headaches all the time because of the concussions. Like bright lights bother me, like sustained bright lights. I get these, you know, it, it just, and it's from light eyes, but it's also from getting hit in the head a few times and getting knocked out. Like, I mean, I, my second one, I have an hour. I don't remember of my life. 
I have no idea. I woke up like I was at the hospital. I mean, I got my face knocked out. So I heard Nikovich this morning on, uh, on get up. He said it best. And I, I was like, okay, this is actually impactful. What is 54 year old Tua? If he can talk to 24 year old Tua right now, what would he say? Don't play. What are you playing on Thursday for? What are you playing for? You know, because now we got we got CTE or whatever this is. Like long term, always yeah. have to think twenty years in advance. Like just think twenty years in advance. Sometimes when and, you make and decisions. the NFL is not ever interested in that conversation. Ever. Ever. They don't want that. They're not interested in fifty four year old Tua. They don't care about that. That's not what no. they're having that conversation about. They're caring about playing three days after suffering a concussion and being able to pass the test. Did you pass the test? Yep. Hey, we're good. Not should you have been playing regardless of whether or not you passed some made up test that says whether or not you're all sound neurologically, which I've never given one of those tests. I've never seen one of those tests, never been given one of those tests. I don't know how easy it is to beat it. Like <laughs> is it, the goal shouldn't be to beat it. Right. Well, that's your fine. The goal yeah. shouldn't be to beat the test. The goal should be do the test. And then we'll determine. And even if you pass the test, guess what? There's someone here to tap you on the shoulder and say, you're not going in right now. Agent? Who is that? Who's the person that plays the voice of reason? It's supposed to be this independent neurog- neurologist or whatever on the side. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't trust anybody who works around the NFL doctor-wise. That's just me. Well, Maybe I think I'm that's dead a big wrong. question mark. We can ask, we can ask <laughs> the doc this too. I don't know. It's a, it's, Maybe it's, I'm it's dead a wrong. very strange situation. Yeah, maybe I, I, it's not appropriate that I do that. Maybe I shouldn't be questioning whether, you know, the doc is looking out for the player's best interest. But whether you're independent or not, I, I definitely struggle with the idea that there is some type of, I don't know, like there's a uh, – there's not a business side to all of this. So, right. all right, let, let's get to Dr. Jesse Morose at Dr. Jesse Morose on Twitter, the fantasy doc board certified sports and family medicine physician based in Miami, who has been tweeting about this. I saw him posting some stuff and I said, you know what? You want to jump on and help us talk about this doc, David, Matt, thanks for the time. How are you? My pleasure. How are you? I'm doing good. All right. So, Explain exactly through your eyes what you saw with Tua because everyone sees the hands go up and the fingers turn and he's sort of he's obviously very disoriented in that moment. What's happening to the human body that causes someone to react that way? So the hit that caused his head to go back wasn't even that hard if we compare it to some other hits. Um, it was what I would call a sub-concussive blow. So most people, that probably wouldn't have caused a concussion. But in my opinion, if he sustained a concussion three or four days ago, he's at much higher risk to sustain a similar or worse concussion with less intensity. So what? when he hit his head, his brain stem, the, the bottom of the brain, in uh, what we call the red nucleus, which is where our crawling is for the baby, that like the same area, that area kind of freaks out and there's a couple different, that's what we call posturing. And you see his hands kind of do this. Um, usually the legs are, are flat and straight and the hands kind of do some weird motion. There's a couple different versions of it. You've seen um, last year of Donald Parham of the, of the uh, chargers had a similar situation. Oh yeah. Yep. Where, and you can have what we call fencing, which is kind of a similar response. It's a little bit of a different part of the brain. 
Uh, but very scary, especially when it's prime time live. And two his parents were there reportedly, which is kind of getting crazier. Um, but there, there's so many layers to this that's frustrating uh, to me. I even though I'm in Miami, I do not. I'm not affiliated with the Dolphins at all. I know their players, some of their players, but I'm not. I didn't not evaluate Tua for this, so I can speak without patient confidentiality. But I just have so many issues with this. is unfortunate. Doc, simple. Uh, thanks for joining us, by the way. And, and I oversimplify things when I ask questions, so no disrespect. And if you don't know, that's fine. I've had a couple concussions. I saw Sunday, and I thought he's concussed. He has a concussion. He couldn't. His legs weren't working. He got fell back, bumped his head, whatever. It didn't look bad, but it looked bad. Do you think he had a concussion on Sunday? Oh yeah, I had. Uh, I happened to be watching it live. Um, cause that was a big game. And, um, I'm like, when, when he hit the ground, when Malala hit him and he hit the ground, he hit his head, he woke up and he was like, what it reminded me was, it was like that drunk guy trying to get out of the bar, but he can't find the door. Yes. Like he's like, he's kind of stumbling. And then you see the line, I think it was the lineman, yep. uh, try to like kind of hold them up. Like when, and that's what we call gross motor instability. You Ooh. don't get that from a back injury. Period. <laughs> That doesn't come from a back injury. That's a cervical or spine, brain issue. That's it. That's where it comes from. So how he got cleared, and I know the protocol, is beyond me. So my mentor is the team doc for the Bucks. I know all the protocols for the NFL. I oh. choose not to be directly affiliated with teams because it's a money and a power thing, and I, and I don't like it. I like to treat players the way I want to treat them not the way they want me to treat them. And that's a separate topic for a separate day. But the concussion protocol is, and it can be done several different ways, but initially the team doc, who's like myself, a non-surgical sports medicine doc, will do a combination of, of testing. And, and it's going to be a combination of uh, what we call balance testing, um, memory recall, hey, what quarter was it? What play was it? That, that type of stuff. Uh, you know, say these five words and then I'll check again in two minutes. Then a lot of the times they will review the video. If they have the video in the room. They will review it. And this is in the blue tent. Usually sometimes they'll go to the, the actual locker room. Then if they're concerned enough, they will, he's in protocol and that's it. Done. If the initial team doc clears him, says, no, I don't think this is a concussion. Then the independent neurologist has to basically either approve or disapprove of the exam and probably, re in my opinion, should re-examine the, the player. The issue with some of this is a lot of these symptoms are subjective. Do you have a headache? You're right. I can't tell you if you have a headache. I can tell you if you don't have good balance. But if the team doc wanted to be polite, he wouldn't check his balance because you know he's going to fail that test. <sighs> and and I, I've treated plenty of pros. I see pros week, not weekly now because they're in season, but in general, these guys have ridiculous balance. I mean, insane balance. So you really have to test them in order for them to, to kind of fail this. They're, they could make this test very difficult. They could also make it very easy. And, and it's up to the doctor's discretion whether or not they sustained a concussion. 
they will have some people to say, but most of the time they're probably going to get away with it. But when it's on this big of a, of a scene of a review, now you're going to have some problems. And in my opinion, yes, he sustained a concussion on Thursday. He should. And here's the, here's the reason why two, re, two reasons why he played last night. First of all, if he suffered a concussion on Sunday, the minimum protocol is five days. He would have been out for this game automatically. Mm. Someone who sustains a concussion on Sunday and plays on Thursday, they cannot play. They, there's just not enough time to clear the protocol. It's five steps. Each step is 24 hours in between. You just, just not, you can't do it faster. Second thing, if they were not playing the bills, I don't think he would have came back. Oh, it was, and I'm, I'm from Boston. I'm, I'm, I'm from Massachusetts. I'm well aware of the dynamics of this division. My opinion, <laughs> it was that big of a game that they said, mm, we, we, and I may, and, and Tua has a massive history of injuries. Right. At, when he was at Alabama, he suffered a high ankle sprain. And rather than waiting the three, four, five weeks, he had surgery and returned 10 days later. Whew. Twice, two years in a row. Oh. Then he had that crazy hip injury. Remember that crazy hip injury? Yeah. Yep. He should have really never been in the game to begin with. Yeah. They, they flighted him out to the top trauma surgeon in the country. He's in Houston or somewhere in, in, in Texas and had him restore his hip in order for him to even be able to potentially play again. So he <sighs> sustained massive injuries and he moves mountains to get back in the field. The problem I have with this is you have to protect the player from themselves as a team doctor. That's your responsibility. You don't, I know you work for the owner, technically, but, but this is your patient. At the end of the day, that's what it is. Doc, we looked at this. We talked about this a bit earlier. And, you know, I'm, I'm the Bostonian as part of the Boston versus the book show. And so like, you're absolutely right about the division. And we talked about it yesterday saying like, I did, I said the same thing. I was like, it's the bills. It's the one game you have them in September in Miami, in the heat, you got to play there later in the year in the cold. So you got to win your home game because you're probably going to lose up there. So you got to win this game and you have a big, you know, a lot of eyeballs on you potentially to win the, the win the division. But in your opinion, without seeing Tua, but watching a player suffer two concussions, like we're talking about over a four-day period, should he play again this season? Um, should he? Probably not. Will he? Probably. And wh what's the uh, long-term potential? This gets tricky. So with each concussion, you have a lower threshold to sustain a new one. You've seen several people or players, I should say, retire because of concussions. Right. Um, Jordan Reed, uh, he was on a bunch of teams, but he, that was his reason. He basically said, I can't do it anymore. All of these guys will be miserable in their 30s and 40s because of these. If they go back, 20 years from, you know, from, from, from 55 or 30, whatever it is and say, would I do it again? Probably not, but they have a short window to make money. The more time they're off the field, the more bad name they get, the less money they're probably going to make. I get it because base uh, football is a business, but at the end of the day, you can replace your knee, you can replace your hip, but you can't replace your brain. 
who, so who is going to tell the player that in a neutral environment? Because there's so much, the player feels like it's just a code. You want to get back out there for yourself and for your teammates, but also because if you don't get back out there, somebody's behind you to take your job. So you got to, you know, sometimes take the shot. You got to get back out there. Yeah, I'm good. You can't see straight, but you tell them you can. Do you have a headache? No, my head's ringing, but I don't tell you that. And you go back out. And now this, you know, like you said, the second one's worse. The third one can be catastrophic. The next concussion can be way worse. Who's the person if a young guy like Tua is not married, he doesn't have a spouse, his parents aren't there. Is, is it his agent? Is it do you have to have an independent doctor, confidant, consigliere, somebody as a professional athlete to listen, go, hey, man, not now. Sit. the person what i've realized is every player that i meet they all have their their own little circle of trust and it's little it's a great question and uh, they don't trust you that's really how how it is the only time i ever see a player is if they're referred from somebody that that either i treated a therapist their circle of trust is very small if understand the reasons of that traumatic and if they're biased then they really are you you don't know what side they're leaning on you know are they doing it for the pride of the team are they doing it because they want to see you play do they have some money on the line whatever it is i personally pride myself on being unbiased i i try to it's 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 obviously very difficult but not everybody has someone in their corner like that. And, 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 and like at the end of the day, when very expensive game of chess, I, when I've realized is that the NFL, Ooh, well, this wow. one is, that's what it is. At the end of the day, you can't go Man, and find sucks. someone to do it. And the guy's limit is so short. Hmm. Doc, last one for me before I let you go. Uh, we're seeing a similar situation with the Patriots and Mac Jones right now in terms of what should or should not happen. Mac Jones supposedly wanted to have surgery. Patriots want him back. He was at practice coming up here today. I mean, in today in the world of social media, are we going to see more where players, people around the players, are willing to speak out and talk publicly, or even? you know, off the record, but to media members, because Mac was at practice today, but it sounded like people around him wanted him to have surgery and sit with the ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. Question? Um, I have to go in a sec, but uh, really. Did we lose the doc? I think we lost him. He had, he, he has to go so we can say, doc, thank you so much for coming on. Re- Thanks, really appreciate doc. it. 
I wanted to ask you about on. Connecticut. Next time, I'm going to ask you about the state of Connecticut now that I know you're a Boston guy. Yeah, he froze. You froze. So we appreciate it. That's Dr. Jesse Rose on Twitter, at Dr. Jesse Morse on, on Twitter. Follow him right now. So it looks like I, there's a uh, connection issue, right. just what happens. But it's it's he he said he had to go. So um, we can go ahead and, and, and slide him off and, and do that. So, all right. Well, you know, nothing we didn't really know, Dave, but yikes. Guy's right there. I mean, he's in Miami. He knows people that know people. I mean, he's right. He's 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 plugged into the whole thing. Not seeing him directly, but I mean, I've had these discussions with college coaches about trying to take kids that I've coached and put them in their hands. And I I literally ask them these questions like, "Look, man, are you going to watch out for this kid like it was your own?" Mm. Most of the time, they say no. Mm. Most of the time, I mean, the honest ones say, no, I can only do so much. I got 25. I'm trying to coach for my job. I'm like, okay, well, I'm watching out for these kids like every one of them is my own. And they're going to expect that of you. So live up to it if you can. If you can't, there's other schools. We'll find somebody. The problem with these players and these teams, you get drafted to go play at this team. They pay you a lot of money. Yeah. They want you to play. You want to play because, like I, like Doc said, I mean, they, there's pressure to play. Right. They have families. They have people to support. I mean, Man. you mentioned it. You, you get Wally pipped. It's it's true. Uh, before we go on to something else, do you want to run through some Roll Call Friday, folks, because the chat's getting all antsy. Are they? Mm-hmm. They're getting all all right, yeah, roll call Friday. I try to do it at the second hour, so we'll do we'll, we'll do some names now, and then we'll catch it up again at the at the back end. Um, but you know, right off the top, we got SoCal Gen, Chef Benny, Stevie Mac, Capital M, Capital K, Nate S, Trent Junk, Big Nelly Buckets on his way to Vegas this weekend, Ooh, baby. Uh, Sonic's always here. Zach the Hat, Akbar, my guy. Bonvi, Rafferty, the, the mats. There's in addition to Farah and Peralt, we got more mats. Um, Mikey Awesome. Shooting videos, by the way, Mikey Awesome. I see what you're doing, sir. Good work. <laughs> um, Jimmy Jack, 4Ks. Jay Galper, Pierre Chevalier, Addison, Roginator, Jay Dow Betts, and Mrs. Jay Dow Betts watches the show. She got one. She wants, up on she wants a vacation and started tweeting today. Yeah. Jay Dow's got to have to hit some bets. She's like, I want a vacation. <laughs> a lot of pressure. Well, Uh-oh. I mean, you know, she got she got one up on him because the Ravens beat the Patriots. So Jay Dow's got to he's got to step up a little bit, Jay Dow, uh, for Mrs. <laughs> Jay Dow. Cyber three PB back live after fighting the hurricane. And that tree did not blow into the house, but had some some property damage. But thank goodness him and his are okay. Uh, the rest of you people in Florida, keep it up. I mean, it's going to be a little bit of a recovery for some of those places. I saw some pictures yesterday. I was like, whew, I just couldn't imagine. Um, Gorov, the trumpet guy, Mets, Black Friday. They wear the black on Fridays at home. Big series for the Mets. We'll get to that later. Tooch, Santiago. We'll just try to keep up with the rest of them as we go here, man. Roger Nader, Roger Long, mm. all kind of people in here. Too. All right, let's get to some NFL stories. Winston and Thomas will not play overseas against the Vikings. Surprise, surprise. Three. Well, I mean, I get it. If you got questionable players, I wouldn't play them in London either. 
listen, after what we saw last night and what, what, what happened, if you're a Q and I did a show last night with Dawson and Brady and, and we talked about, cause they, they look at stuff from fantasy aspect. Yeah. There's a lot of guys today that are Q questionable. Mm-hmm. If you're an NFL team right now and your guy's Q, you better be sure he's okay. Mm. Because if you put him out there, it don't have to be a concussion. It could be anything. Eh, his back's bad. His hip hurts. Jameis got a lot of issues right now. We're going to throw him out there right now with with the magnetoscope or the, the, the magnifying glass on you as much as it is right now. You better be fucking sure the guy's 90%. Otherwise, play the backup. It's one game. I mean, the Saints need this game. They both need their game. You need every game in the NFL. I know, but the Saints got off to a rough start. I mean, things have not gone well for New Orleans. Andy it, Dalton's gone well for Minnesota. Well, true. I mean, right? Like, it's <laughs> they need the game, too. That's what the I mean, though. I mean, they need up the game. Three and a half. Do you agree okay. with the move? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Well, it's right back to three. It's literally lighting Ooh. up the board right now. Wow. How is the timing of it? Like, why would that line move right now? It's back to three. Painted. Huh. Three and a half. All gone. They trust Andy Dalton? Or are they just trying to middle it? Two and a half, three and a half. That's that's probably point number one. Okay. I, I agree with that, counselor. But listen, Andy Dalton, he turns the ball over too much, but he does. He may give him a better shot at winning. We we, we shorten the game plan. I, I, you know, we, we run it. The totals down to 41. Boom. Like that. Yeah. That, that, that should happen without Michael Thomas and without Winston one injuries prevent big touchdowns, but also prevents interceptions and easy touchdowns for the Vikings. <laughs> so that's the other, that's another reason why you don't always got to be a pick six. Why you always got to not just pick six. It's just a turnover fumble, easy score, yeah. you know, short field. It it puts the total in jeopardy. I mean, look what happened with Jameis against the against the Bucks. That was a dead under the entire game till the fourth quarter, and then it zip. I think it still went under, but I mean that was a, that was a cover. He brought it, it back. Went over. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-seven yeah. six. Whatever the final was, where the heck it turned out to be, it was six six in the third late third quarter. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, ten ten, and then yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, so it was two yeah. touchdowns, two interceptions, quick scores can shoot that thing way over uh, the lions are minus four, no swift, no St. Brown against right. Seattle. Right. Need your lions to win this game for my under five win total bet on Seattle. Dave Seattle's live to win a game. P roll. Can't be losing. Can't be having them win two games in the month of September or early <laughs> October. Can't have them do that. That's not good. I need, I need, uh, to, I need to be one in 10. I need, I need to, I need to, this is a fall apart here. Make this oh, an easy one. You, you want a cigar total? There's no cigar totals in this. Come on. I want it easy. I, I, I want to kick my heels up and catch the ticket. It ain't easy. It ain't supposed to be easy. Um, need the Lions to win this game. I think the Lions will win this game. Right now, I'm thinking the Lions still win this game. You see all these injury moves all the time in a book, and then you go, okay, whatever. Just move the line. So still four. Um, are you going to watch one second of this game? Be honest. Nope. Well, <laughs> depends upon, well, no, I have the Octobox. So it just oh, depends upon what, okay. what they put okay. with the Octobox on. So if the yeah. Octobox, if the game is on. Yeah. 
I'll okay. watch it just because it's okay. there, but I won't hunt it. It won't be like something I'm going to seek out to watch. No. Yeah, I'll I pay mean, attention to it. These two guys that are out, Swift and St. Brown, are the reasons to watch for most people, sure. right? Like that are fantasy guys that are in every lineup and yeah. starters that ain't playing. Yeah. So I don't know. I This would be one, you know, I like to look at the, the early board and, I mean, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine early session games in three. Well, including including London in the afternoon, including no, London, ten, eleven if you include London. Oh, so ten, uh, ten o'clock why games. They, why do they do that? I don't understand that. I don't understand it either because they tease you like the first couple of weeks, right? We got five games in the afternoon. It's fun. It's just now we got three games. So in the, the Raiders. The Raiders game is one of the games in the afternoon. In the right? afternoon. Yep. Yeah, New okay. England, Green Bay. That's why. Okay, there's why. Why? They, so they singled that one out? Correct. It was, it was supposed to be Patriots, Packers. That's a big time because I'm guessing CBS has it, right? A visiting team, right? Yeah. So, so CBS has it. Goes, yeah. Whenever you can put Green Bay on CBS because they don't have access to the NFC as much. So CBS gets the gets the road broadcast, so they get the Patriots game. So they wanted to single it out. That's why they want primary focus on Packers Patriots. And Whatever, then, son. I and mean, then a divisional game that's going to be a regional broadcast to everybody else with Raiders Broncos and Arizona Carolina, who nobody's going to watch, even the people wow, in their own that, cities. It, so Fox doesn't have a doubleheader then, right? Fox doesn't have a doubleheader. No, CBS has to have the doubleheader. Yeah. Green Bay or yeah. Denver or Denver Vegas, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. No, so Fox gets one game. They get the early window, and then that's it. Yeah, they'll get the late. They'll get the late window once it's regionalized. Wow. Okay. Once you're in Arizona and in Carolina, but that means if the the old broadcast rules would mean you don't get a one o'clock game on Fox, you get a four o'clock game, Carolina and Arizona in those markets. Yeah, that's fun broadcast rules. So that's that's why there's only three games in the afternoon. Okay, that makes sense. That sucks, but it makes sense. Steelers are laying three to the Jets and Wilson playing for New York. Yeah, you, you always say the bad guys are looking at the Jets. They got to be the Jets have got to be the play this week for them, right? They got to be on New York. Hold on a second. I'm wearing the New York stuff. Oh, I was going to put this hat on. This might be a contest play for him for me. I was going to put this on. Take and I said, the hell with that. I, <laughs> I had the first thing I'm going to throw in a hat. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get great. that. I ain't wearing that Jets hat. I ain't taking the Jets. This is nope. this is so easy. This is so easy. And I don't Four. ever say it's easy. And it ain't going to be easy. It's going to be a Steelers sweat. Easy? Steelers easy. They're going to win. The Zach Wilson simple. comes in, makes his first start of the season. And you're banking him being rusty? Play. Is, is that is that, that the whole thing you're banking on your defense to be able to get without T.J. Watt pressure? I'd be more worried about Flacco coming in and doing his thing. I was more worried about the game and the Steelers losing to the Jets with Flacco because Flacco's done it to them before as a member of the Ravens. I saw Zach Wilson's a starter. I'm good. I'm good. Steelers win the game. Minus three. It's already minus three late 20. This is good two-way action for the book. Every time you go to three and a half, they take. Every time you go to three, they lay. I think the line gets back off of three. I think bags are coming maybe today, but they might sneak it in tomorrow. 
you'll see three and a half by Sunday again. And then they'll bounce it back. It ain't going through three and a half. That's the buy point for those other guys. So I don't know. You like the Steelers or the Jets? You're talking about this being a contest play. The Jets being a contest play? You feel good about that? Look at you nodding. You're really serious about that. Good. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, I'm serious. That's right. You get five picks, you know, and you're going to use one of them on the Jets. It's a bad week. Have you seen the card? Terrible. It's a, it's a bad week. Fucking not- terrible. <laughs> so, yes, I am. How in the, the hell <laughs> you come up with five games well, in a week like this point. is a I challenge? Find, I find the Jets plus three and go, okay, I'll take the Jets plus three. I don't think that Steeler defense is very good without TJ Watt. And they won't have TJ Watt. Yeah. I, so that's where that's where I am on that. Uh, Eagles laying six and a half to the Jags. About that. I saw it last night. Three and oh, Miami. Nice. I think I, like I think this is the same thing with Philly. Fly, Eagle, fly into a plate glass window. Boom. <laughs> really? I like the Jags to win this game outright. Win outright. Yeah. But six and a half will be a play. This will be a bet. I'm hoping I get seven. I want seven. Yeah. I'm way higher on the Jags than like 85, 90% of the people. I'm high on the Jags. Oh, yeah. No, this is the high on on the Jags last week. They took a plus seven against against the Chargers and it crashed all the way down because of the move with the quarterback. And then it came back up. I don't understand why the the CLV people aren't talking about the people that laid the three to four to five and the six on the way back up. (laughs) If you're going to talk about the CLV when you win, you got to fucking talk about it when you lose too. Amen. Not as a badge of honor as being a stooge. You got to, you, I mean, just, just, just say, listen, real. I made a mistake. Yeah, it's being real. It's all. Well, yeah. we'll have that about the best thing about today, about being real. I, I just, I, I can't believe it. I went to see little. Have, you seen, thing. Be, have you seen be real yet? Be real. What? The app. The, there's an app about being real. You don't know the Be Real app? This is all my my college kids keep me young. It's good. There's a whole new social media thing called Be Real. Is it like OnlyFans? No, it's worse. It's crack for a kid's brain. It tells you, it alerts you when you have to post, and you must post within two minutes of it alerting you, or it downgrades your algorithm and doesn't show your friends what you're doing. So literally whatever you're doing. So it's really awkward moments, whether you're in class, in the bathroom, asleep, at a movie, wherever you are. And it takes, it opens up both sides of your camera. So it opens up, it opens up the front and it opens up the, the, the portrait one. And you take a picture of both. So the people see what you're doing and it sees you. And if you alter the video with a filter, a big warning comes on the bottom of it. And it tells you that this picture has been altered. Getting pissed off <laughs> listening to this right now. It's, but it's really bad because like if he does it, if you don't do it, Man. you go down in rankings. So like you have to keep so it what? Going. Well, that's to a kid's brain, that's significant. Alerts, notifications, like it's it's the it's the, the next fucking phones never stop with the notifications. I sit with the Correct. kids at dinner yes. and I'm like, turn the notifications yep. off. Mine goes off when I get text. That means people are actually trying to, I don't care right. all these other things. The yep. notification, so there's an app that tells you it's time to post. Yes, it's called Be Real. It's not even real. That's stupid. This line is it's, stupid. This line is uh, too high. It's got TikTok worried. How about that? Because TikTok has just implemented the exact same thing this week. So 
Instagram. You can got- set an alert on TikTok to tell you how many times to post. When you go on TikTok now and you yeah. open it up, yeah. there's a it, you go to a new screen that says tap here to see what your friends are doing. Same way. What if and you don't open- want to? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I, screw, <laughs> I just swipe out of it. I don't. I don't care. Like if I want to know what you're doing, I'm going to text you. And if Correct. you don't answer, I'm going to call you. Correct. Otherwise, I just I don't swipe give out of it. What you're doing? I just swipe out of it. I don't care. Like I don't care. Like it's just I've seen it just because I'm teaching this class at UNLV. And so we, we have classes, we talk about social media, we talk about these different things. And they started teaching me about, a, about well, two weeks ago, started telling me about Be Real. I'm coming out of like, class. I was like, what the hell is Be Real? And it's crazy. Because I told you, I've got I've, uh, one student who's got 1.7 million followers on TikTok. She's 125,000 followers on Instagram. Right. Like it's just so it's like we had these conversations about right. like what she does and how she's right. doing it. And she told me about the fact that there's an OnlyFans version of Instagram now where you can put exclusive content out and charge people. Speaking of OnlyFans, this damn adult dating <laughs> chat site. They find us every day. They it's love it. Can bought in a chat. I swear we gotta put up we gotta put up All a time. wall somehow. Uh Raiders minus two and a half against the Broncos now. I laid two. It's two and a half. Do we get the three? By kick? Man, I don't know. I don't know. You find anybody that wants to take Denver in the spot? I, I no, but you like the Friday move. I know. It's two and a half minus 15 at three books, including our guys at WinBet. They don't want to go to three. They're, they're just taking the bets on a race. Is that because of the 18 games that got decided by one or two points in the first two weeks? They must have a nice decision already. They need the Broncos. And by going to three, you give it away. As they're gonna, okay. so you're going to take a limit bet at three. Okay. So I know what they're doing. And they don't they want to need the Broncos. That's what that's I mean, that's what that move is. That's that they if you don't want to need the Broncos, you go to three and you book the game straight up and you mm-hmm. take two-way action. But sitting at two and a half like this, you know they're, they're waiting to take the three. So, uh, I mean, uh, if I was to pick this game in a contest or do it, like, it'd be Broncos. And I hate it. I hate it. I would just be one of those games. I know in the afternoon there's three games. I already know what decisions I'm going to need. I'm going to need Arizona. I'm going to need Denver. And I'm going to need New England. You feel good about those three games? You feel good about needing those three teams? I wouldn't. It's part of the fucking job. <laughs> I'm just okay. in a really <laughs> uncomfortable position to need the Cardinals, Patriots, and Broncos all on the road. All stink. All teams who stink. <laughs> that's that's you. Everybody wants to beat a book. Come beat a book. That's what you do. That's how you spend your afternoon sitting there going. I can't. So you just hope this. to go two and one, right? You're just hoping. To go two and one, and by some miracle you go three and zero. Oh, but you're I'd looking- sign for one and two. Okay, and beat the yeah. teasers. Like have one blowout. Okay, like don't fall all in the teasers. I mean, it's going to be so Broncos. So, so you have the 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 Patriots lose by twenty or win outright. Okay, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Brian Hoyer wins. Them getting blown level. out by twenty wouldn't be the best thing. I would. I'd rather them win. But if, if I'm the book. I would love if Denver blew them out or the Raiders blew them out. Ideally, Denver winning by more than the teaser 
That would be awesome. Wow. You know, Denver winning by seven or more would be the nice little one thing that would be perfect. You know, that would be that would be seven or more. What do you mean? So how do you beat the teaser? I don't want Denver to win by three because the Vegas teaser covers that way. Oh, God. People. Okay, people teasing through zero, you mean? Yeah, they're taking Vegas plus three and a half. Don't tease through zero. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Denver won by more than that. You like you like the Raiders. This is in your contest pick, right? This is my bet. This is I've already bet this. I bet this two four days ago. This is I'm I've laid two already. Raiders minus two. (laughs) Like it's just this is if this if they lose this game, the season is officially over. They win this game, they're actually in the conversation for the division. Like this is every this is a playoff game in week four. Wow. This changes everything. You go to one and three and the Chiefs lose to the Bucks. My goodness. Chargers are leaking oil big time with key injuries. At one and three, you're not, you're not dead. You're alive. Not dead yet. That's for sure. Um, I'm going to have to sleep on this one. I don't know. If you I mean, you bet it already, you got the better number. It's good. I mean, it's it, it could be good. I would not use this as one of my five. I th- This week, picking five games, just picking which five to pick is hard enough than picking the actual games once you pick the five. Trying to pick five the sides. Money line. Five money line bets this week is not easy. There's a lot of, there's a lot of really tight numbers and questionable Correct. lines. and Correct. Yes. Road teams they could lose in favorites that are home they could lose and like it's this is a very hard week and and look what does the Patriots line close at it's nine and a half it was ten and a half they bet the Patriots down does it go back up no isn't this in everybody isn't every teaser gonna pull this thing if it gets to nine they're gonna pull it down to three Green Bay minus three. Yeah, they're doing it now. It feels it, now. it just feels to me like the automatic side is to pull the Packers down to three, like on a teaser bet. That's just everyone. I mean, do it is, but at the same time, I mean, like they're taking the other side too and taking it up, teasing it up. I mean, yeah, you get, you get I mean, the Patriots plus fifteen, right? It over two and a half, right? It's it's going to nine right now while we're speaking. Okay. So then take it, pull all the way down. Goes to nine, pull all the way down. If you didn't, if you're gonna do a teaser and you want to use a leg, that's the leg I would use. Green Bay minus three. Really? Yep. Mm. And then figure out what your other other leg should be. Right. Uh, it's just it's a hard teaser week. Chiefs plus seven. Just like that. Really? You have Patrick Mahomes as an underdog has never lost in the NFL. He's 6-0-1. Talking about, didn't he lose the AFC championship in, to, to New England? They were favored. Oh, in New England or in Kansas City, they were favored, huh? Wow. Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. Oh, ATS, sorry. You know, he's, he's never lost as an underdog ATS. 6 one ATS. Right. Cover, excuse me, not straight up, but cover. Okay. So if you have him at plus one, take him to plus seven. 
Man, oh man, Sebastian Anthony just joined the Roll Call Friday chat from Sydney, Australia. Hello. Good up. Day, sir. <laughs> I mean, it's actually the next day, I think, in Australia, is it not? Or is it really late at night? I don't know, but Sebastian Seabass is what I like to call some of my Sebastians in my life. Welcome, uh, sir. Okay, so in London, it's 7.05. So Where, what time is it in Sydney? Uh, in Sydney, Australia, man, man. it is currently 4.05 in the morning. The next day. <laughs> it's 4.05 a.m. That's you getting going, up early here. Or aren't you going to bed? Okay. Oh, <laughs> you going, oh, oh. Or you going to bed? Oh, I don't know. You got to ask. We live in Vegas, know. so we're used to this. A 4 a.m. bedtime night call is not that this uncommon. Is, this is true. Seabass so, may be just rolling in. 17-hour difference. Oh, man. Tell some 17. people, hit the like button, Sebastian. 4.05 a.m., he said. My man, I love it. That's great. Montgomery's here, Eagles fan. Goodness gracious, more people joining. Listen, we appreciate whenever you can get here. You don't have to be Hell here yeah. for the whole show. Just no. come in, stay, listen. Yeah. Listen to it later. Watch it later. I hope yeah. people are enjoying the clips. Ferris cutting clips. You can just watch interviews. It's all there on, you know, the Props YouTube channel. Hit subscribe. Yeah. All right. So then finally, Bucks are now favorites, are now favored against pick. the Chiefs. Like pick. pick, 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 PK. Everybody's a PK, except what are you looking at, Fandle? What are you going to Yeah. <laughs> I know. Fandle's minus one. Are they? Tampa Bay's minus one. Yes. Son of a, I got to give these boys credit. They're actually taking a lead on this stuff. Market's painted pick. Um, Fandle's minus one. Mm. I think I'm starting to lean Kansas City. I am the more points you're going to give them. Yes. You give them two, three points, a hundred percent. One, I'm it's, it's a good shot. That's a push. This is, this is going to be a fun game. Let's hope so. The total big market, five. big market, big audience, big names. Tampa's this is, offense is such a dud. It is, but it doesn't matter. This is a marquee God. game. This, this is a, this is a Vegas billboard game. Drive down Mahomes and Brady. You go, oh, I'd see that. Yeah, it's big game. Man, oh, man. Tease Speck, it. Speck is here. Craig Speck. Same game. If you don't tease it, Friday. same game, tease it. Plus one to seven. And then take the total up to 51 and a half and take it down. Bet Either there. side, you take up to seven? Whoever's the dog, pull it up. Yes. Whoever's plus one. I'd, I'd prefer right now. Pick. If you if it's picked, I don't like side it. Would you it's feel fine. Better? Six. I want seven. So like I would take oh. right now. I would take the Chiefs from plus one at Fanduel. Go plus one to seven, forty five and a half to fifty one and a half. Bet under. Mm. I'd same game. T- I'd same game tease Sunday night right now if I could get the plus one. So say it flips and Kansas City goes back to the favorite. Would you do it with Tampa? Yes. So you just take a close game. Yes. Man, oh man, Big Nelly Buckets just got a text. His flight to Vegas is delayed. Of course. Hour and a half. That's God. nothing. Oh, hour, that's nothing. You know that's it's nothing. more going to be an hour and a half. I'll bet the Correct. over. They the start, that's how starts. they start you. That sucks, right? The second it starts, you know, it's like, it's once they do it once, that 
it's it's like a it's like a eroding uh sandcastle it just the goes like you just know it's going to crush everything down and each wave sandcastle. You know, each wave is going to come back and push it farther and farther and farther and farther and then the thing's gone and then your sandglass is gone and your day's gone <laughs> your friday's gonna, already at the beach in your mind gonna, i don't even know chew, it's going to chew away from what you're doing <laughs> all right college football number four michigan college. minus ten and a half at iowa at kinnick stadium the total is going up how in the hell is it going up People are wrong sometimes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Like, how in the hell? I mean, I'm just well, waiting. Give me, just keep on giving it to me. Give me as many points as you want to give me. Let's go. 42 and a half, 43, 44, whatever, the, whatever you want to give me, I'm totally fine with. Come on, boys. Let's go. What, what, what is the consensus? Let me see here. Who's got 42 and a half? That's the highest total in the world. Fandle. What are they doing over there? <laughs> it's 41 and a half at Circa. It's 42 everywhere. And they got 42 and a half. Oh, the one offshore place is 42 and a half. Okay. Wow. Do they want more under money? What they are must, they doing? Must be to get loaded up on the favorite and over. Man. Public man. must be coming in going, oh, Michigan's going to score 30 points on, on Iowa. Are you kidding no me? Public moving no totals Whatever right it now. Is. Whoever it is, fine. Well, you tell me then why FanDuel is doing it. What, a sharp is walking in and betting over 42? Somebody said. On Michigan, Iowa? Somebody setting them up. Yeah. It's a head fake. Yeah. That's some boo. That's some bull cock out right there, man. <laughs> what are you I, doing? I don't, I don't buy that. Look at this. Look who just popped in the chat, P. Ralt. Who? Oh. Bravo Camp. What's up? Bravo Camp. <laughs> Iowa. Up? I love this Iowa thing right now. I'm pretty excited. He came in. He came in with a prediction. Iowa 20, Michigan 17. Well, that would fly in the face. Wait, did he say 2017? Did he, he listen said, to the show? Did he listen to the show? He said 2017, Iowa wins. I know, but that's what you and I literally gave tonight when on his station in Iowa. That's the score we gave. It's 2017. Rommel camp. Rommel camp. Oh, that's really good. That's pretty good. We're time stamped. I think it's 2017 Michigan. Man, oh man. But under. I I think under. Until I see it, like listen, that last last week was a gift over if you had two defensive touchdowns right. to get over. Yeah, I was defense is good. Their offense is terrible, terrible, bad, bad, super bad. They ain't gonna. What are they gonna do? Light it up against Michigan? Come on, man. I I'm actually. Dare I say I'm, I'm excited? Can I say I'm excited to watch Michigan Iowa at least I for am. a half? I am. There's not many good games. Engaging game. There's not many good games this week. I mean, there's only a couple. There are a lot of odd games like. By the way, just so you guys know, I, and you can tell me if I'm wrong about this, I don't want to talk about Clemson and NC State because the weather is a complete shit show. It's like all these games are getting moved around. I mean, them even playing it is questionable. Yeah, Bear was all uh, he Texas trying to figure out what the hell they're doing and everything else down there was like, all it's right, big no problem, problem, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a big. I mean, I the, the game is. I, I couldn't bet it. I can't even break it down. Clemson NC State is supposed to be the game of the weekend, and it's 
it's really it's impossible to bet that game. I mean, it's right in the wake of right in the in the in like the, the 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 tropical storm is going right at North Carolina right now. Right. It's going to yeah. be a real big problem tomorrow. Rain, be a problem in Kinnick and Iowa. I mean, it's still no. going to be an under. Right, still going to be agree. an under. Brommel Camp said he hadn't listened to the show yet, so he just came. Great minds oh, must think alike. Of, all three of us are on the same score. That's kind of creepy. Twenty seventeen. That's crazy. But he has Iowa winning. Right. Winning. You said there's no chance. You you said winning. point. You said quote. There is no chance Iowa beats Michigan. I can't wait to have that clipped on Monday when Iowa wins. I'll be the first one to own it. I don't think there's any fucking way that I was winning that game. Come at me on Monday. That's there is a way. 2017 is not exactly something I'd feel comfortable. <laughs> Tell me about it. No, they saying, can say, listen, they can here's lose. my flag down. I don't think Iowa I want Penn State to beat Michigan at their own house. Ooh. Yeah. Not next week, the week after. Fair. So don't take my momentum away, Iowa. I don't want you to win. Right. True. Uh, okay. So we go to unranked Ole Miss. Laying six and a half at home against number seven, Kentucky. Yeah. This is the trap game of the public weekend. You think so? Because people are going to say, how is a top 10 team in the country a dog? Man, I think the media is the only people that look at these rankings anymore. I think you're wrong. I think people in the book look at these rankings. They never really used to. Gamblers? Yes, they do. 100%. I think gamblers are smarter now than they were five years ago. They were looking at this shit. I don't think they're looking at this now. Okay. I don't know. You like, Why who do you like? In this game, I have no idea. I lean Kentucky. This Ole is a Miss really hard game. Is six and a half. The total's 55, 54 and a half coming down. This is a great I mean, watch Kentucky game. could win the game, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they need to keep the ball rolling. I mean, people in Kentucky, Lexington's all ablaze right now. They love what's going on with Mark Stoops. We just had Andy O jump in the chat. I never seen Andy O here before, but he said, I live here near Clemson. If the hurricane moves a little East Clemson will not get any rain. How about that? There you go. That happens. NC state. If it doesn't rain, what do you mean? I think if it rains, NC State, no, no, no. I I I want to make I, I I want in pristine conditions. I want DJ throwing the ball, turnovers and mistakes, and mm-hmm. if it's crappy, they'll just run the ball and they won't they won't ask DJ to do very much, which should be the game plan every week for Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. They got backs. That 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 win last week was big for them. They had to have that one the way that did. I think that's going to be good for was them. Was that more them or Wake just throwing up and losing the game? Because it felt a little a bit of both. Like Wake little, with Clemson didn't win that game. Wake threw it up. A little bit of both. Look, the boys in the chat are, are getting excited about this UK bet. Kentucky. They like Plus it. Two ten on the money line. Yeah. Roger Long just said I was not even going to score double digits. He's right. That's fair. I think this game is an over. I mean, it's a Kentucky. I mean, it's Kiffin. I mean, it's every game lane Kiffin coaches is probably going to be an over. All right. 
I, I don't mind. This is a this is an in game bet for me. I'm not going to play this game live, but I'm going to watch this thing. I'm, I'm this is the same it. time as Michigan Iowa. Which game are you going to watch more of? Do you think? Got three or four screens going on Saturday. What are you talking about? Don't I'm you like to on focus one? on one game? No. I watch eight at once on Sunday. You watch everything four. all at once. I, I, you I tell me you watch these things on Netflix. I think you're yeah. tweeting and you're you're watching something else on a multiple screen. Uh-huh. Little Consig watches games, watches shows, and plays games on her phone. I can't with, do the playing of a game, but I can do the other two simultaneously. It's yes, unbelievable. I do it all the time. I watch shows and uh, and be on Twitter at the same time all the time. And you all ain't really time. watching the shows. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and because I, I, I know, because I know, it depends on the show. Some shows take your attention more than others. Some shows can be watched in the background. Some shows can't. Like you can't watch Handmaid's Tale and watch something else. It's really intense. You got to pay attention to it. But you can watch other things. You know, The Rings of Power, by the way. Good, fl- it, it's a good show. It's a good show. How much engagement you got to do? Do I got to watch it over like eight hours? Like I like movies because I go, I get locked in for two hours. The the reason why you don't, you're not the right person because the because you have to be. This is the same with like Andor that just came out on Disney Plus for Star Wars. Like you have to be. What they found out with the Marvel, the what they call the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What they found out is that people like stories that are linear. They like to follow as it goes they don't want like a little snapshot they want the whole damn thing they want the whole life i do so well that that means for lord of the rings you'd have to watch the hobbit in all three lord of the rings movies that was (laughs) you have to be you have to know all these different things because the references that they're making on rings of of power yes is all in reference because it's a prequel to what happened with lord of the rings and right for the Hobbit as well. So you right. have to know either the book or the show or the movies to be able to be fully understood as to what's happening when you're watching Rings of Power. So that's why. So you have to have that. Can you do it in two and a half hours or three hours? I'll commit no. to you for three hours and watch the beginning of a movie. Can you tell the story and be done with it in three hours? I got to watch Once. it multiple in episodes. Three times. In- you got to watch three of those movies. Lord of the Rings is three movies. Hobbit is four movies. So you have to watch four movies. But I want to watch them all at the same time. Like I'll binge. You I'm a binge watcher. You can watch it. If you want to sit there for a whole weekend, you can watch all three Lord of the Rings movies and then watch The Hobbit Not and then start. football season. I can't. No, but this, and then start. leave me alone. I got to watch all these fucking games. Right. And, the, and then you go ahead and watch Rings of Power and it would make sense to you. It's the same thing, you know, when it comes to Andor, right? Andor, it's taking off right after Rogue One happens and Rogue One is happening with the lead up to get the plans to destroy the death star which is the whole point of star wars so andor takes place between rogue one and star wars right in the middle i'm the only one in this house although kendall's getting close that like star wars ouch yeah the other group the Jess like never watched it yeah, could care yeah. i but I, see, I like to share some of that stuff like of course I, you know? I try to get Madeline. Madeline is not, she's coming around to it kind of, but I'm more excited because she's coming around on sports betting more than anything else. Like what I like is that Madeline's starting to get, get point spreads. And so right. she'll watch the game. Yep. And I was watching the BYU game and the BYU game last night was getting, was it was at 18. Right. And, and she was like, what'd you bet? And I said, 24. She's like, well, this is one more touchdown. You might be okay. <laughs> and I was like, good job on the math. Right. I was like, yeah, I might be okay. Yep. And then we had a pick. In the fourth quarter, BYU went for it on fourth down, and they convert. We probably cover, and they didn't convert, so we lost that bet. But 
that's I, I have more fun with that. 20 points, by the way. How about that bleep show yesterday? Pathetic. 17 and a half team total underscored 17 points in the first half, three in the second half. <laughs> that last nice. touchdown was a killer. And the backup quarterback, the kid that I bet against Bonner, who turns the ball over like crazy, didn't that play. kid didn't even dress. Backup as soon as I saw the backup quarterback was in, I was like, we're dead. Uh-oh. Like, uh-oh. Immediately thought that. Yeah, he's running the ball way more. And then BYU I was going to text you, but I didn't like this would have been one of those moments where I was like, you know, so I go well, on the air because I swept the I NFL. But I swept the NFL. I so. see it though before the game, and I'm like, I was going to text you. And go, did you Get know the backup quarterback? Was <laughs> Nobody playing? did. Nobody did till an hour before the game. Knowing the answer to the question, I didn't text you because yeah. I was like, I'm just going to aggravate him because. Well, if I, I would have said. I bet it. I knew both kids would play. The Lagasse kid, I knew he'd play because Bonner had sucked so bad. So there was this big thought of like, when do they go to the backup? Because he turns the ball over sometimes. I didn't think he was going to sit the whole game. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think the kid was going to play at all last night. Right. Uh, good game. I think they Baylor. got 26 last night, by the way. Coming out, it was 20. You said 20. They got 20. Oh, I shut it off. I shut it off. Did, did they get that late touchdown? They, they got late? 26. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was just, their driving was just. Chat keeps us honest. They got to keep us honest. That. Keep it fair. Keep it But fair. realistically, they, I mean, in real time, they only scored three points in the second half. There was, right. they, they, they were throwing picks like crazy, and BYU stopped caring. I really thought BYU would be less cute. They were trying to show nothing to Notre Dame. I thought right. they just played the game because it was Utah State. It was a rivalry game, and they said, we worry about Notre Dame later. Nope. Yeah. They did not. They played cute. They did a bunch of stupid trick plays. They emptied the bag of tricks to show Notre Dame coming up this weekend here in Vegas, which if you... That's not... That's that's next weekend, next Saturday, a week from tomorrow? It's a week away, yeah. October 8th. BYU here against Notre Dame. It's going to be a fun weekend. Next weekend? Why? Yeah, because of... The, uh, there's going to be a lot of people in town for that. Oh, yeah. That's Richest fan base... Against a close fan base, which had a lot of people here. I mean, a lot of BYU alumni here in Vegas. Mormons like working around gambling. Did you know that? What? Mormons like working around gambling. Love it. I did not know that. Very interesting. I've worked in casinos for 15 years. They love it. Why? I, I have no explanation, sir. I don't know why. <laughs> I have a theory, but I won't. Say, I won't share it on this show. Can we make T-shirts like Catholics versus convicts? Can we do Catholics versus I are, Mormons? Should I told you, Mormons versus morons is already this. Is this show <sighs> that you, it, it, it's, it's what you make? That, 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 that's that's the shirt you sell. You want to sell it? That's the shirt that you sell. We'll sell the <laughs> shit out of those. Somebody start printing that shit this weekend. We'll have. I'll go. I'll walk around the casinos all week. I'll have that shit sold. BYU I'll split, people I'll will split them with you. I split <laughs> the profits with you. I did this. I'm telling you, that's actually pretty good. Yep. 100%. BYU people will buy those like crazy. Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. You get like a, a, a drunken looking, like you know, you know, fighting Irish guy. You know, just get some like or get him like looking dazed or stupid or some dumb dunce hat or something on his head. Sells like crazy. People wearing the game. Oh, this is good. Put this Put the game. I did this in Alabama. This is what we did. I've never told. I've never told the T-shirt story. 
Did yeah. you move merch? Like, did you were you moving oh, merch? No. So we did this thing. The, oh. the best thing Bill Donovan ever came up with. Bill D, who's my mentor, basically. God, Bill D negotiated Bill the rights yeah. to Alabama and Auburn's logos. He was the only affiliate. He said, if you want me to carry your games, I get the right to your logo. And they're like, why do you to want the put logo? put it on anything. Because I want the rights to your logo. And they said, all right, fine. They gave it to him. Cause they wanted the games on his stations. They wanted the FM signal. He said, that's fine, but I want the AM stick to be able to use your logos. If I put the game on FM radio, they're like, fine. So he came to us and he said, we're going to start doing t-shirts for Alabama and Auburn. What's your thought? And we went, what about we do like game t-shirts each game? And he goes, that's a great idea. He went and found his daughter's friend who was a cartoonist. And she drew a cartoon of an elephant beating the shit out of whoever else Alabama was playing. And we were 7.30 the ump. So we created 73 t-shirts every day. Every Thursday, we would go out to a certain location, do a live remote, and the first 73 people to show up got a t-shirt. When I tell you that there was a line every single day, we did this, of 25 people outside the outside waiting for people to come in to get the Alabama football t-shirt for that week. People collected them the whole season's. They would literally like they'd hold them up. They'd take pictures of the whole season. We called them t-shirt remotes. And it was the most popular thing that we did. Dan, Bach, Doug, Franz, and I were like crazy. It was the hottest item. Everybody wanted the t-shirt remotes. Guess what we're doing next year? <laughs> t-shirt remotes? Goddamn okay. right we are. It's if we build D was yeah. like Bill D real. I I I I wouldn't put it past him to fly to Vegas if we did this because he would think it's so damn cool that we brought it back. All these years later, we brought the the T-shirt remote back. I might have. We might have to fly down and see Bill D ourselves. It's worth it. I want to sit and have lunch with him. I'll pick <laughs> up the see, check. Go see the dogs. Uh, Baylor minus two and a half at home. Yeah, against Okie State. Who wins? Number six, number sixteen versus number nine. This is an awesome game to watch. I am on Baylor. I've been on Baylor all year. I'm high on Dave Aranda. Still in this game? Yeah, I like Ooh. Baylor. You like Okie State? Uh, yeah. First Offense. thought is first thought is Okie State. It's offense versus defense. Who's got the defense? Baylor. Is Oak State's offense that much better? It's, I mean, it's, they're always, they're, they have athletes on athletes. Really good. They quarterback. had a great defense last year. Yes. And it sucks this year. It's total opposite. They're back to being typical Oklahoma State. Yeah. Score, 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 score. Uh huh. Baylor's offense is way worse than last year, but their defense is still very good. That's why they lost the BYU game. They couldn't score enough. I'm going, I'm scrolling through my, oh, there it is. Two and a half. It's two at one place. What is that? It's two at circuit two. Hmm. Yeah, I'm leaning Oklahoma State. What do I know? I don't. This this will be a good education game. We'll yes. see who who is uh, for real, real, and who yeah. may be for real. Total got to be an under. No, got to be. Oh no! Well, it's the Big Twelve, man. 55 anything in the mid 50s scares me pain i mean that's 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 uh, that's pain that's pain. I mean, because they're both one team scoring 28 one team scoring 24 and then it's just like <laughs> did they right. uh, what happened you know it's 
Because what you figure one of these teams will get 30. So it's it's tough. Uh Iowa State minus three at Kansas. More cyclone money. Talk coming about in. This on uh on the show. We did it for, for Iowa. I I'm I'm Kansas. Until Kansas loses, I'm Kansas. I don't I, you gave me all the history, you gave me all that other stuff. For those of you who want all the history, one win for Kansas against Iowa State since 2010. (sighs) Iowa State has dominated Kansas in Kansas as well. Last time they played there, 52-22 was the final in 2020. Yeah, Kansas is 5-0, sorry, 4-0, straight up, 4-0 against the spread. And when the total has been 58 or lower, they are 3-0 to the over. Iowa State has scored 50, uh, 43 and 42 points in games this season. Game flies over, don't it? 33-30. 33-30. The total's 59. 33-30-63. I could do the math still. Well, you asked me last night, <clears throat> what's my what's my stop number at 64? Right. I was not going to get there, but that would be, I would look to the under at 64. Let's see. Is it going to go? I don't know how much higher it's going to go. I think 59, maybe 60. I like over. I like Kansas. Keep that rock chalk Jayhawk rolling. Same game teaser in college football. And what? This Kansas and over? Yeah. Give Why them- are we pushing this same game teaser in college football? I don't like that. You like that? I like teasers. They're fun. You do like teasers, man. I like teasers. So I just don't tease in college. I don't tease normally. I I very, very rarely tease college football in anything. I'm just saying nine and Kansas plus nine and the total being pulled down to 53 and a half. How the hell does that lose? Right? (laughs) How the hell does that lose? A blowout, I guess. Iowa State wins by 10. I guess it could happen, but I, I would be very unlikely. So... Just, you know, food for thought on that. And finally, oh. Alabama minus 17 and a half at number 20, Arkansas. You Should know, they be an one upset? One of the hardest things about doing this show is not just like looking at the lines and talking about this stuff all week. It's lining up the hats for Friday, <laughs> like all these things right now in September and October. A lot of yeah. pressure for you guys that bet under three and a half on the hat changes today. You're all lost. Yeah. I've already had a bunch on. I'm wearing this Alabama one. This is a blowout, is it not? I don't know. All depends upon whether they can run the football. If Arkansas can run the ball, keep it away from Alabama. Bama's receivers are not the same, man. Going on the road to a hostile environment in Arkansas. You saw what happened in Texas. They almost lost the game. I don't know, man. Can Arkansas win this football game, people? Yes. Arkansas can win? Yes. They oh, dominate shit. the line of scrimmage. If they're able to run the football, that. if they keep the football away, they got to keep the football away from Alabama. If they can do it, yeah. If they can't, blow out. They get killed. They're not stopping Bama much. Bama's going to move the ball. Right. So how does Arkansas win this game? They got to score keep 28 points. And keep the ball away from Bama. Run the ball. What's the total points that Arkansas has to score to win this game? They ain't winning this game 21-17 like, the, like, like Texas, I think, right? I think if Arkansas can score more than 24 points, they're live. They can win. They're live to, they're live to win the game. Yeah. 
But if they're in the teens, Bama's going to score 30. You right. start with that. You just start with 30. You right. Just go from there. You just go from there. Bama's got 30. Can you keep them? Can you keep them at 28, 24, somewhere in that range? And can you score enough? I mean, if Bama gets 30, all we got to do is get 14. Cover the spread. Over. Cover spread, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Arkansas plus 17 and a half. I think it's a good bet. First half, first half Alabama. Not a bad play. That's been just money, 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 yep. money. But backdoor Arkansas to cover the 17 and a half could yeah. be very wide open. Yeah. Yes. It's backdoor, backdoor bullshit. You might get backdoor to this yeah. game mm. by laying 17 and a half with Alabama. Yeah, I don't like that backdoor, but it's possible. All right, time for the Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. This will be a little bit of a quick one because it's yep. kind of funny. So have you ever heard of the show I Am Athlete? <sighs> I wish I had as much time to watch all the shit that you do. No. Okay, so, so the show I Am Athlete is a show basically done by a bunch of uh, current and former NFL players Okay, that they sit around and they tell stories. So Reggie Bush was on this. Last. Okay. And Reggie Bush told a story of what happened on draft night. Okay. So Reggie Bush's agent said to Reggie, we're going to the jets. Jets are picking third. We're going to the jets, man. I'm going to tell Sean Payton at number two in the saints. Don't draft Reggie Bush. Don't draft him. Agent called according to Reggie Bush, the agent called Sean Payton and told him, do not draft Reggie Bush. So what is the order of the draft? It's one, two, three. I forget who had one, but two is, New or- two is New Orleans and three is the Jets. Okay. And they're saying we want to go to New York. Sean Payton says, fuck you. I'm drafting Reggie Bush. <laughs> and he drafted him number two. <laughs> I love Sean Payton. <laughs> He's so fun. <laughs> If he goes to the Cowboys, they're getting they're getting a great coach. That's awesome. Agent calls me on draft day before telling me don't draft my guy. We're not going. Yeah. Uh huh. Whatever. I'm drafting. That's exactly the reason to draft them. Uh huh. That's awesome. I I love that for that part. But the other part is, if Reggie Bush had gone to New York, how big of a disaster would that have been? Him and the him and the Jets in that media market would have been an. Awful Reggie, situation. Reggie did okay. Reggie's doing good now. I mean, it wouldn't have been that bad. What, 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 I don't know. Oh, in New York, they would have eaten him alive in New York. They're, they're killing Zach Wilson right now. Ha, Zach's fine. Zach's doing good. You see what Zach's doing? He's fine. He got title fights. He's doing a lot of things. All right. With some heavyweights. He's he's in he's in a heavyweight division. He ain't, I mean, come on. Zach got title fights. Zach's doing just fine. He ain't worried about what the press is saying about him. And he better worry about Pittsburgh this weekend, is what he better worry about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm now now I'm interested to see how they told this story. I love when they give you the good shit, when they just tell you the story. Like, you know. Sean Payton, we should find him. We ask him oh, about the show. I guarantee next time he's on, say, hey, by the way, did this happen? Did Bush's agent call you to say, don't draft Reggie Bush? And you turned around and said, bleep you, I'm drafting Reggie Bush. And hung up. He can't tell the guys, like, that's the system. 
Like you right. have to play by the rules. Like, so you could try. Yeah. You try to tell the guy we're going, we want to go to New York. Don't draft. He's going to make my team better. I'm drafting him. I need a running back. So, you know, I need I my job. It. We're going to win. If we take him, we're taking mm-hmm. him. Or just don't tell me what to do. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> If I want to draft him, I'll draft him. I'm not going to not draft him because you, Mr. Agent, are calling me to say you want to go to New York. Sebastian yeah. is in he, he's in Australia. It's the middle huh? of the morning. He just Before he's in here saying Mario Williams was first in that draft. He's That's providing right. facts. That's right. Texans took him in the first right pick. Now, right. five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Thanks, Sebastian. My man. Appreciate that, that is great. Omaha6.com. Draft. Yeah. Yeah. Semi annual sale, 50% off right now. I don't know if they ship to Australia, to be quite honest, but you get 30 bucks off after the half off. You get 30 bucks off on top of that. OmahaStakes.com, Provocone BVB at checkout BVB. When you get to checkout, 30 bucks off, half off. Oh, no. In addition to buying the meat, the brigade has to pour one out right now for Big Nelly buckets. Uh-oh. Southwest just canceled his flight to Vegas coming. for tonight. It was coming. I'm on hold, hold, trying to see my options. Listen, I just did it, Nelly. Where's he flying from? The car, San Diego. It's a six-hour drive. Get in the car. Let's go. Bring the kids. You can bring the kids. I'll babysit the kids. You and the wife can go to the show. Get in the car. Let's go. What show are they going to? I don't know. Uh, he had a big weekend plan. Title fight. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. Little anniversary. Oh, yeah. Got a babysitter and everything for the kids. Let it fly here, fly here, drive here, fly back. Drive here, fly back. Yeah. That's not, not a bad horrible. idea. Rent a car, drive here, fly back. It's not a bad idea. I mean, it's not, not impossible. I mean, it's not an ideal. I'm not saying it's good, but it's not, it's not impossible to do that. Uh, all right. Let's get to the props.com story of the day. Hmm. The only baseball story we're going to talk about today, <laughs> even though you want to. Try this is a boost. Fliff is offering a plus 620 boost on Aaron Judge to go deep tonight. 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 620. Hello. Fliff. If you go to props.com, Hello. page 620? They're, they're jacking it to plus 620. Caesars is at 210. Wow. DraftKings 200, Fandles 230, Fliff is at 620 for this. Fliff is available in most states right now. Props.com, you go to it, you can find out more information on how you guys can go and get. Fliff if you want, but how do you feel about Aaron Judge going deep? Six to one return if he hits number 62 tonight. I mean, hell, six to one, I really like. <laughs> That's worth probably going to I mean, are the Orioles going to pitch around him? Most likely not, right? No. It actually benefits the Orioles to get it the fuck out of the way. Just here. Hit it and be done, and then we're going to move on. It doesn't matter anymore because all of this is going to be really annoying to every pitcher, every player, the media crush. New York City is going to be absolutely ablaze tonight with this. This is the only thing going on in New York today. This is it. Aaron Judge is back with a four-game set Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I believe. And that's it. Till he gets 62. I mean... Let him hit it. 
stop with the let him hit. Nobody wants to let him hit it. Nobody wants to be that guy. You're on the Orioles. You challenge him, though. You, I think you're on you the Orioles. Him. Be that. Be that guy. Be the enter. You'll be more relevant than your whole life. This is a different story than some other pitchers. <laughs> Drive here, fly back. Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Drive here, fly back. Somebody just said that in the chat. That's not a bad idea. BVB, drive here, fly back. Um, Don't get the relevance, but okay. <laughs> I'm taking the Nelly buckets. I feel bad. Right. We did our plans tonight. Like, um, oh, bummer. You think you, I, th- I like him did a home run tonight. What? Like the one that he had to get over was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And despite your man, Frankie Lasagna, not catching it. Did you see this? Did you read the story I sent you? I only read the headline. I'm not going to lie. What? Frankie Lasagna owns a pizza joint. <laughs> he, runs a, he runs a pizza joint. Yeah. I'm not sure his last name is actually Lasagna. It is. Last name is <laughs> actually Lasagna? Or that's his marketing name? I, I don't know. It's everywhere. I, was, I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, he was. It was absolutely flipping brilliant of him to do it because it's literally everywhere. And the Toronto Star had a front page story on him as to who he was and what he where, where he is in his joint, what he runs. The guys, Coach the guy's pizza. been marketing it. He don't even sell lasagna. Right. So then that's why he's, that's why I don't buy the name. He should be Frankie Pizza. Maybe he used to make lasagna. The pizza joint he's at now. But either way, he missed the ball. Judge hit it. Does he hit it back-to-back games? At plus 620, I really like it. I mean, it, but the price is back to normal in a lot of places. You said plus 220? Uh-huh. Yep, 250. Somewhere in that neighborhood. So plus 620 is awesome. That's worth a shot. He does like, in a way, he does make lasagna. Because Frankie Lasagna is a pizza cook at an Italian restaurant. He doesn't even own it. He doesn't even own it. It's not even his. He just works so there. So much speculation about Frankie Lasagna. You know who's going to be a guest on Monday? Let's get Frankie on. <laughs> be great. Go ahead. He he. Uh, Phil and Kathy own the place he works. Phil and Kathy Lasagna own it, and Frankie is their son. <laughs> and Frankie is their son. Their last name is Lasagna. It's real. What's the parents' names? <laughs> Phil and Kathy. Phil and Kathy. Yeah, wonder Frankie what Kathy's Hay- maiden name was. Hey, <laughs> you're gonna marry this guy, Phil. His last name's Lasagna. Just so you know, I'm gonna be Kathy Lasagna. This is one of my biggest fears. Is it that of girls? You do this. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna marry somebody with a you know this who knows what story. last name, and I'm gonna have to go. Wait a second, I gotta call you this. <laughs> I can't not like the story. What do I do? I just, I don't know. I don't know. So good. Oh my God. Kylie Lasagna. Hey. Oh my God. What's your kid's name? <laughs> yeah. This that's is my so brother in law, Frankie Lasagna. <laughs> Dave, stop. No, that's his name. He's a Ter- good kid. Terraza Restaurant is what it's called. No lasagna. They don't serve lasagna. Don't I told you. <laughs> You know, oh my <laughs> gosh! How did Gabe and Cam not just go to do a show there? Gabe and Cam should just go, just go to Toronto. Just I go set up. Cam, you they gotta get boots on the ground and go find this guy. Oh on my Friday. god! Lasagna said he hated the disc growing up and still doesn't like it to this day. <laughs> of course, it's his last name. 
He goes, the hard noodle on top sometimes just never appealed to me, which is what you said yesterday about, right. about, about the top. He goes, and if your last name is lasagna, you've got to have a kick-ass lasagna on your menu. You just can't have a mediocre lasagna. I don't have the recipe, hence no lasagna on the menu. <laughs> oh, I can't like the story you. anymore. You know how much there was debate oh. at my house between my grandmother, my mother, and then us as kids about the top layer of lasagna? True. They, God, they used to break it down for like hours. Well, the you broiler, it, it it's, it's the broiler temperature. How high do you put oh, the broiler and how long do you leave it? On, in the broiler, hold right? on. Let me get my thing on while you pull out the <laughs> chef. Peralt. Well, explain to me again that, about that's this what they're arguing. Now. They're arguing about the broiler. They're arguing about how long you cook the, the, the pasta. You cook it in the oven, normally 375 to 425, somewhere in that range. And then how long are you putting it into the broiler? Some people don't like it in the broiler. Some people like it really hot and crispy on the broiler. You really fry the damn thing. You really roast it. Or others like it just to be heated. It's a very interesting debate. I've heard it in my family, in my house too. It was just like, you know, my, my grandmother would be like, take it out of the damn broiler. Don't leave it in there for so long. <laughs> Overcook <laughs> it. You ruined the whole damn thing. Oh, that was... Yeah. Welcome. And other people are like, no, you want to do that because you have to kill the top layer to get the bottom layer because it's stacked up and the in the middle doesn't get fully heated. So you've got to go ahead and knock it really heavy on top. You sacrifice the top to let everybody else live. Can't believe it. I feel like I'm eight again. Let's think that it's going on in my house. <laughs> it happened to my house too. It happened. To, I, I listened to it my my and my grandmother at 10 Lincoln Circle in my grandmother's greenhouse. With her and their six daughters oh, sitting around to what cooks in the kitchen, man. Oh, six of them. Oh, six of them over there. All right. Uh, props.com prop bet of the day. Max Freed, we're going under five and a half Ks. You're wearing the Braves gear. I feel about the Braves. Mets Playing today. the Mets. Big game. Mets shirt, Braves hat. Very confused. Freed under. Yeah. So Max Freed. Plus 115 is over, minus 122 to the under. It's being projected at set, uh, 5.7, so it's like kind of like right there. Six or more strikeouts in just two of his last seven games at home. Mm. Against the Mets, he's averaged 5.5 Ks in four appearances, Ooh, right on this number. Right on the number. Leaning on the Mets' low K rate versus left-handed pitchers in the month of September, only the Padres and the Rays have a lower K rate. Over the last three games, the Mets have averaged just 6.6 Ks per game. On the road, the Mets are one of four teams in Major League Baseball to average less than 8 Ks per game. How do you feel about Freed under five and a half? I think it's just a complete coin flip. Okay. I honestly think I I don't have a strong position either way. Do you? No. This, is a, playoff game. this, this is a playoff game. Prop bets in this one are tough. I think he goes six innings, but he could go six innings and get five or four Ks. Right. Yeah, this is four, this four is a yeah. perfect number, man. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You would, you would make sense. Last week of the season, they'd have a perfect number. I mean, we have right. enough data to go ahead. Finally, we'll finally get there. It's <laughs> yeah. September sample 30th today. Thanks for coming. Sample size is there. So, all right, Sports Grid, thank you so much. Have a great Friday. We appreciate you guys all watching. We'll be back on Monday for BVB on Sports Grid. If you're live on YouTube or Twitter, don't move. Audio as well. More here with BVB. All right, time for better to book it. Got a bunch of games to throw at you here, Dave. Yes, sir. Weekly parlay tonight. Football. Friday football. Ready? You like this Friday football shit, huh? Hell yeah. Ready? 
Is it the weekend yet? No. Oh yeah. Well, once, oh, once the show, oh, the show's over. Oh, once the show, once these games kick off, it's the weekend. <laughs> does this count on the weekend record? Correct. Yes, it does. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday. That's your, that's your weekend betting. Okay. Two lane money line, outright win tonight against Houston. Really? Win it tonight, two lane. Where'd you come up with this nonsense? I think Houston's bad. Houston barely beat Rice last week. Houston Rice stinks. Houston's so bad. Like they, off the table. Tulane's three and one. God. Big letdown last week after their huge win over Kansas State. I think they bounced back here. First conference game for them on the road to get a win against Houston. Huge game going on on Houston right now. Everyone likes Houston. Ooh. It's four and a half. Oh, I get better numbers. All right. That's the money good. line was what? What did you take? Uh, I think plus 125 last night. Let's see. Was it now? Right now. Like plus one fifty, plus one sixty five at DraftKings. All right, so let's see what this. Let's see Hello. what this number. What this is going to change your parlay payout, sir. Oh, by a, by a ton. Um, yeah. So we've we go. That is now a plus eight sixty nine parlay. Tulane's eight. quarterback is out. Thank you, Jamie oh, Moore. Oh, that's thank why. you, Jamie Moore. Okay. In the there's chat, the, this there's the, okay. Chat so let's so let's change this now. Let, let, let's let's change oh, this up. You're off of Tulane because of that. Yep. Um. Let's change and let's go and add. Uh. Let's see. Will be a good one to add. Let's add. Mm, that's going to be interesting. Let's go. If we add the over, there we go. Let's add the over. Okay. So we'll drop Tulane. We'll add Washington UCLA over. Washington, sixty-five and a half UCLA over still sixty-five and a half. Okay. That's plus 600. So okay. UTSA, UTSA minus four and a half. Minus four and a half is current. That's good. And UNLV minus 14 and a half. Wow. Not afraid of that being too many points, sir? Uh-uh. New Mexico needs to score. I just need them to score 10 points tonight. That's all I need. Why? You don't want them to score any. True, but hold on. I'll tell you why in a second. Oh, that's the parlay six okay. to one. So, All how right. do you feel about that parlay? You think UNLV gets me? I'm worried a little bit about that one. Yeah. Okay. What's the total? Washington in 65 UCLA? And a half. Yeah, 65 and a half. Over? Over. A little worried about that too. Pack 12 after dark. Let's go. Oh, uh, on Saturdays. Not on Friday. Yeah, Friday night. Patrick is even better at Friday night. Patrick, Pac 12. <laughs> By the way, this UNIV game kicks off at 11 o'clock Eastern time. <laughs> Eight o'clock so tonight. I'm going. If, I might be out, going myself. If you're out partying and you're on the East Coast, you come home. This game is perfect. <laughs> Halftime, you come home, 1 a.m. You, you got a whole game, whole second half to watch. If you want to join me in town, I think I'm going to that game tonight. You going? Eric and I are going to go. Yeah. You going? Let's go. I'm in. Perfect. I'm not going to be hard. Not hard to get a ticket <laughs> to go to that game. To what I heard. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Uh, so, okay. So there's, there's the parlay. Washington minus two and a half. Betting on a booking. <sighs> on the road. Undefeated. Both teams. 4-0, 4-0. Game of the night. I like Michael Penix from Indiana. Quarterback if I had time, I'd actually drive to UCLA and go to the game. Hell of a game. Be fun. High scoring. Rose Bowl's easy to get in and out of when there ain't nobody there. There ain't going to be nobody game. there. Nope. Um, I think I bet this. I like Washington. I like what we've seen on Washington so far a lot. 
Yeah. Competition level two. Washington's played a high side level. is this this the UCLA could win this game by ten. This is not a confident bet. This is I agree with you, but I'm scared. Okay. UNLV, New Mexico over 43 and a half. Why? Why? Because UNLV is 4-0 to the over, and New Mexico scores more than people think. UNLV's defense is not good. I know they lost 38 nothing to LSU on the road last week. I get that. You, you, the athletes on defense for UNLV are not LSU. Need 10 points. Okay. I'm getting 34 out of UNLV. I'll book this one. Okay. Numbers coming down. People are betting the under on it. No, it's 44. 43 at Fandle. It's the only one. Everyone's 44. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing. It's impressive. I like different. Different is better. Yep. Be different. Iowa, Michigan, under 42 and a half. Hell yeah. Betting this. <laughs> All right. That's just a listen. You can go listen to the show that we did. Yeah. And, you know, you heard we us break it down. down there more. It's 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 an under until proven otherwise. Iowa State at Kansas over 59 and a half. Ballsy. It's ballsy. That's a big number. Got to be over. These defenses are not stopping each other. I can't wait to watch this game. I fun out. Cannot wait to watch this. How time is this game? I think it's a uh, three o'clock Eastern kick. Just give me a nice window where I'm not being bothered by anybody. Twelve thirty, our time. Yeah, right. Twelve thirty our time. Yeah, so three thirty Eastern time kick. Yeah, okay. So good window. Yeah, I mean two thirty, two thirty kick. if you didn't have that cat, I'd just come over to your house and watch it. But I can't. <laughs> cat, I can't stop sneezing. My eyes water. Uh, house for that session. Mm. Raiders minus two versus the Broncos. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, this one hurts. Like, seriously, I'm going to say book it. Okay. It's fine. And hope I'm dead wrong for you and your season win total and all this other shit. But that's it. I mean, this is it. This is back this against is, the wall. This is yeah. This, you can't the repercussions of you losing this. Well, like I'm, Monday I'm, the money will be tremendous. I don't care about that. It ain't I'm the money. It's the, the team. That, yeah. yeah. Well, the team itself, from the Raider perspective, like everything that they had talked about, everything that they had you know been expected to do is done. It's bad that mm. they walk into Arrowhead and you hammer the Chiefs. The second that line goes up, you bet the Chiefs. Like, boom. Oh, no, 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 no. The Raiders play the Chiefs next week. Yes. If the Raiders don't win this game against the Broncos, you could guarantee they're a play against the Chiefs. Guarantee. Why? What's the number? 10? I'll tell you what the number is right now before the game. If it, I'm going to guess and say it's seven and a half. Oh, you're too low. Too low. Wow. Let's see. Oh, it's seven. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That makes sense. But if they lose the game, you think that number, what's that number go to if they lose their own four? Ah, they're paying attention. They know. Just trying to get more than that. It's going to be seven and a half if they lose. Yeah. Okay. That's they ain't going to give away the store because right? that's the play. 
bad guys will be looking to play the Raiders. Interesting. Yeah. Jaguars plus six and a half against the Eagles. Oh, we'll bet it. We'll bet it. I, I think it's a close game. Watch. I cannot wait to watch this game. I'm I'm very close to being all in on the Jaguars this year. Bengals did it. Why can't the Jaguars do it? Do you buy this whole rumor that there is no there's a statue of Doug Peterson outside the stadium, right? What? In of Philly? what? In Philly? Am I wrong about no. that? You sure? A statue of Doug Peterson? Like the Philly special. There's no there's not a statue of, of, of the Philly special. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Yes, there is. Uh, is there a set? Hold on, wait. Ask Frankie yeah. Lasagna. Yeah. It, 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 Doug Peterson, th- th- there is a, uh, yeah. He's immortalized. There's a stadium outside. There's a, a statue. statue. Slow oh. down. There's a statue outside the stadium in Philadelphia that he's a part of. It's multiple yeah. people. It's I think it's him and it's Nick. Yeah, the, the, the Philly special statue unveiled at the link. Yes, there's a statue outside of the link for them winning the Super Bowl. And the rumor that the Jaguar fans, if they win this game, Jaguar fans are going to try to take the statue and take it home. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm here because <laughs> if they listen, they they don't want to be fucking with the statues in Philly. That's going to result in some really good videos. I want to see it if it happens. So the, if the Jaguar, Jaguar fans have been talking online like crazy that if they win, that statue is coming back with us. We're going up there. Going to go take your Philly special and Doug Peterson's our coach, and we're taking your statue. And we're going. Come we're going back to Jaguars with it. Come on. Ain't nobody taking no statue out of Philly. Not with a gun, who not? <laughs> you gotta be armed to they do ain't that. taking no statue at all. Stop that <laughs> nonsense. So you're betting I this or booking this? Cover. We're betting this. I think okay. it's and finally, game. Colts, Titans under 42 and a half. Can't believe you picked this game. Why in the hell did you pick this game? No one's gonna score in this game. You got a side in this game? No way. <laughs> No way. Both these teams are. I would take the Colts simply because I don't think the Titans are any good. Colts I are still playing for something. This is this this should be a dead on there. And it's it's in a, it's going over. You think it's going over? Yeah, this is going wow. over. I'm I'm booking this one. Yeah, this is wow. this is a trash game. Yeah, trash games either way under. Both know, teams like this is seventeen thirteen. This is 6-6 six, six in the first half. 20. This is 6-6 six, six at halftime. Six. The first halves of NFL games, especially in the early slate, have become almost unwatchable. I really don't enjoy the first halves. I never did. I was always like I would finish the rush when I was at the counter, and then right. I would be on schedule to go to lunch as soon as the games kicked off. So I didn't watch a first half in an NFL game for years. Whoa. Yeah. And then I would come back up right before halftime and get my drawer back open and ready to go. So I always watch the second half. So I never really watch the first halves. You go downstairs in the EDR in the employee dining room at a casino on Sunday. You'd think they'd have NFL football on. You like the shopping network. 
never I so I really didn't see first half. So I don't I don't really like watching them now. You think this is a low scoring game and a lower scoring game at halftime. It's a, it, it could be that way. I don't like Run the ball. Yeah. What did what am I getting sent here? There's a statue oh, yeah. of Peterson talking to Foles outside. Yeah, see, huh. told you. It's on the side of Citizen Bank Ballpark. Xenophon Jalulus. Jalulus. <laughs> and they're gonna try to steal it if they win. Jaguar fans are gonna steal the they're gonna try to steal the statue. I love it. You better bring help, you Jags fans. You ain't gonna do it. Remember a lot of stuff. Favorite thing about today is what? Okay, so um before the show, did a hit with Irizarry and Moose mm. on the Better Sports Network and then mm-hmm. went to grade school to see mm. Kendall get sworn in as a member of she's the president of her class, the member of student council. Wow. So she got elected to, you know, how be, about that? Yeah. So they had a judge, a, a, an actual judge Ooh. from Las Vegas come and That's where I'm in. swear Very them cool. in. Was That's awesome, cool. right? So That's the cool. judge tells a story, and okay. I'm going to repeat the story because it was so good because okay. he was talking to kids, but he was talking to all of us, which okay. is what we're doing every day as well. Mm-hmm. So the judge talks about this guy named Jim, and Jim worked for a company. And the company gave Jim and everyone that worked at the company a seed and said, take this seed home, grow it, nurture it, and bring it back. And we're going to celebrate what you can do with your seed. So he talked about um, the word he was trying to describe to the kids. The judge was, what does a word mean that, like, to, for a leader? Okay. He said, honesty, honesty is a good word. Integrity mm. is a more important word mm. because you can have honesty, but you can't have honesty without integrity. So he started telling this story about Jim and the seeds. For six months, people were growing their seeds and they're talking about these beautiful flowers and they're talking about what's happening with their seeds. And Jim keeps coming home to his wife saying, the seed's not growing. I'm doing something wrong. I got to be doing something wrong. It ain't growing. These people all work with talking about, look at their taking pictures to show me. I got to be doing something wrong. He, she says, we're doing it. We're trying. It's just not growing. Put it by the water. Put it by this, put it by the sun. Nothing's happening with this seed. Year later, they bring back everybody. The owner of the company is bringing everybody back and bring your plant, bring what your seed came. Everybody comes back, brings their stuff. Jim don't want to go. He says to the wife, I don't want to go. It's still a pot of dirt. Nothing happened. I can't believe it. I got, I, I'm a failure. I'm this, I'm that. She says, take it. I mean, you know, maybe you're not the only one. Maybe you just didn't do it right, but this is what happened. This is what you you did, what you were supposed to do. Take it back and just see what happens. So they go back and everybody's there and all these things up front. They're taking pictures with it. The owner of the company's standing there looking at all these people. And the wife says, put yours up there too. So he puts it up there and the owner says, all right, 
um, we're making a change. I'm going to give the company to somebody. I, I'm stepping down. I'm going to make somebody the president of the company. And I'm looking at all these seeds. And we're going to make Jim. Jim, I picked Jim to be the president of the company. And Jim's like stunned. He's like, what? How am I going to be the president of the company? I failed in this experiment. Look at all these people's seeds. The president of the company says, we gave everybody dead seeds. We gave everybody dead seeds at the beginning. All of this stuff, all these plants and all these flowers and everything that grew, you guys went and did your own thing because it wasn't working. Well, guess what? It wasn't supposed to work. One guy, Jim, brought back a plant, a pot of dirt, and nothing happened. That's integrity. Stick to what you're told. Mm. Do what you know. And if you have questions, ask. But if you stick to what's right when nobody's watching, mm. you may end up with a pot of dirt. Okay? But that may be what you're supposed to end up with. <laughs> I was standing in the back of this place, and you and I have had some, some pretty yeah. deep conversations this week about yeah. some things. Yep. And this judge is wearing his, his black gown talking to these kids in a room full of adults about this. I got goosebumps. I said, this is the best thing about today. I can't wait to go do the show. I hugged my daughter after she got her thing. Right. And I came and I said, I'm telling this fucking story. Not only once today, I'm telling it all day. The hell of a story, but it's so, I mean, that's, if I teach my kid anything, it's going to be that right. Be willing to do what's right when it's not convenient. That's exactly what he's willing to do. What's right when it doesn't benefit you. And yes. it's just the right thing to do. Yes. So many people don't do that. And they tell themselves that they're in the right. They tell stories. They create this idea that, well, I'm doing it right. Cause I have to do it. It's, it's, it's for the business or I'm supposed to do this because how else were I supposed to do this? Yeah. Well, you could have done it the right way. You could have picked up the phone and made phone calls. You could have done it the appropriate way. Could have said no to that offer and said, well, I've already committed to this. So maybe I shouldn't commit to that. It would be wrong of me to do that. I, I would be a schmuck if I had to go back and tell people I can't do it. Cause I made commitments, but you know, I'm going to go with what's the better move because that's more money over there. Right. Even though I said my word here, your word shit now, but Hey, you got more money. Congratulations. Good job. But Hey, guess what? Other people get to move on, do better things, do bigger things. It happens. You know, you show yourself in life so often. It's so interesting. You really do. You show yourself, you show who you are as a person. And when those moments come in life, if you, if you guys ever watch this show and if you ever can say what one thing you've ever learned from listening to the two of us ever, if you're a young kid, when you get tested, know that you can walk out with your head held high because you did it the right way. Amen. Regardless of what happens, whether it benefits you or not, if you can look yourself in the mirror and say, I did the right thing, that is worth a thousand contracts and a thousand dollars more than what you could have gotten because you knew you did it the right way. The judge said it where he said that that's what makes a leader. He said, and people will follow you if you do the right thing. They won't know why. Right. They won't know why. They'll gravitate towards you 
though you'll follow people that have that yeah you won't see it you don't sometimes you'll hear it but mm. you'll feel it when people do the right thing people come into their lives that maybe don't you don't see it right away i mean the marriage and you know rate in this country is not great sometimes you mm. don't see things business deals go bad quick you don't see it mm-hmm. but in the end when you do the right thing you you have no one to answer to but yourself and those people will find you i mm-hmm. that's that's the show like this guy this judge was talking and i was like i'm thinking about booking him on the show i'm I like just, I, I, just, I was just thinking that. i was like i wonder if the guy would do the show 100% would, he would, would do the show to have he, to he's a yeah. rancho high school graduate wow he went to like the university of pacific law school or something okay and he talks about how when he goes in his courtroom, he don't make the marshals stand up and say, you're on or this. And that. he's like, I'm coming wow. to work like the rest of you people. He said, just come to work and keep it real. Like he Who's was so, guy? I is don't elect- know. Is he an elected judge or an appointed judge? Do you know? I didn't stay around to ask because I he's wanted elected, to come If, do if he's show. an elected judge, we should absolutely have him on. A hundred percent. was awesome. Yeah. 20 minutes, I got to sit and listen to him talk and watch him swear my kid in. That's so cool. And my other daughter was there watching and listening. Like, I can't wait to have the conversation. Did you hear what that judge said? Did you hear what he said, though? Yeah. You know, and they hopefully recorded it all. I was so dialed in. I was like, I should have recorded this whole speech. But I remember it. I thought I told yeah. it well. It was a good thing. And I oh, think um, we got a lot of people. What gay thing is real, brother. Yeah. And what you do when no one's watching is such an important lesson for kids to learn about. I mean, that's such a great lesson and told in a way that's very easily to digest and understand because we, we teach shortcuts in everything. Oh, and it's it, our phones are shortcuts. The internet's a shortcut. Hey, I got the name paper. of that app you were talking about at the beginning of the Be show. Real. Be yeah. real. But like, I mean, like there's full, like, I I only know this now because I mean, I teach college kids, but like there's full websites designed towards doing the work for you, like legitimately doing your entire project paper for you. And like, sometimes you get found out and other times you don't, but like only, you know, the answer to that. Like, did you go and get somebody else to do the work for you? Did you pay to circumvent the rules? And if you're comfortable with that, then that's on you. That's on your, that's why golf attracted me from a really young age. The idea that nobody policed me, but me. So if I'm cool with it, then that's all that matters. If I'm cool with what I'm doing, if I'm cool with a foot wedge or I'm cool with, you know, going ahead and, Hey, what'd you get on that? Oh, I got a five. You really got a six, but I got a five. You're cool with that. That's on you. I'm right down five. You lie to me. Hey man, you lied. Okay. That's I, I can't, I don't know what you did. Only you know how many strokes you took. It's up to you. If you need to lie for comp for your competitive reasons or you, it's up to you. That's fine. You know, I can't argue. It's on you. You right. got to live with that. I love that about golf. I absolutely love that about the gentleman side of golf that that is sometimes taken to the extreme and whatever, but I, that's why I, I started playing golf and fell in love with the sport. Because yep. it's all on you. It's it's your own personal journey and your own personal you against the course. There's no defense in golf. The defense is yourself. It's a metaphor for life, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I love. I mean, the Bagger Vance. Life. 
I mean, that, that movie Legend of Bagger Vance is an awesome flick for that very reason. It talks a lot about that. That like learn something golf, new every time I watch that movie. Yeah, golf is a golf is a lesson for life in a, in, a, in a in a lot of things. So it's you know it's very it's very cool. So that's an awesome story. Thank you for sharing that. That's easily the best thing about today because that's it. <laughs> that's awesome to have that conversation. <laughs> the best thing about today. Hell yeah, for me that's I love that shit. And we can talk about that stuff. I'm I'm all in. Guys, subscribe to where you get your audio podcast. Subscribe to your video for. Props. I'm back tomorrow morning on the Discord channel, betprep.com slash chats, 11 a.m. Eastern time. We're there for the Discord channel conversation. Then Sunday morning on props.com for pro football props. Spencer Limbach and I, 15 prop bets every week. So we're talking about coming up on that on Saturday, 11 o'clock Eastern as well. That not on the Discord channel, though. That is on the front page of props.com. Have a great weekend for Dave, for Farah, for Peralt, me. Talk to you Monday.